Yo, yo, what is up? Welcome back to the Powerline Podcast. This is your host, Doyle. Hope everyone's having a good October, watching uh, scary movies and all that good stuff. I've low-key been slacking on my horror movies this month. Really haven't watched two months, too much. Watched uh, Day of the Dead the other day. That was pretty tight. Um, but yeah, um, quick uh, quick updates before we get started with the episode. Got a dope guest today. Um, Come out to the Rev Market on Saturday, uh, October 30th, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Got a bunch of dope vendors. Uh, it's going to be, you know, Powerline is going to be there, uh, Contraband Goods, uh, War Records, Indecision Records. Uh, Rev is going to have a bunch of stuff out. Um, we got a dope little surprise for um, the market, too. But, yeah, it's going to be dope. Um, other than that... Um, Trying to think of shows and stuff. I know, shout out to Firestar Momentum Dare playing uh, at midnight hour tonight. Um, man, those gods hate shows that uh, this past weekend look crazy. Um, I didn't make it out to that, but that venue uh, is pop and it looks dope. And yeah, those pics and videos are crazy from that. But anyways, let's get into this episode. Got a dope guest here. Without further ado, I got epic photographer Greg Flack. What is up, man? How's it going? Good good man i epic i'm not sure i i I didn't know what to say but very very good photographer in in my in the presence yeah i'll I'll take epic (laughs) um (laughs) we'll get get into it real quick since we're on the topic when when did you you know you're known for your photography throughout hardcore punk and all that stuff when did when did you first pick up the camera um shit when i was probably like 14 or so yeah um my grandpa had a dark room in his garage when i was a kid and always had a camera um and then my dad had an old pentax k1000 and i kind of started messing around with that and taking photography in high school and then uh started going to shows i don't know i think i was 15 and um i went to my first show without a camera and after that i pretty much have always had a camera with me yeah what yeah what well yeah why do you say it like that do you like did you see people taking pictures or you saw it was so like crazy that you wanted to capture some stuff um both like you know i saw people with pictures um i had friends that were already kind of um you know playing drums playing guitar wanted to do bands and one of the i think might have been the first show i went to was a band called eyelid and um with the original singer and those guys were all from minus the singer. Those guys were all from uh, the town I grew up in, in high school. And, uh, I didn't play any instruments or anything like that. So it was kind of a way to like be involved in the shows too. And like the scene a little more. Yeah. And just kind of fun to, um, I don't know, uh, capture what was going on and, and document it a little bit, you know, I feel you there. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I love hardcore and, Throughout the years, I've never really been the the in the band guy, but I've been like on the outside doing stuff. And it wasn't until you know a few years ago that I started getting like more involved, and then started Powerline, a zine, and started doing stuff. Um, yeah, I'm sure you saw a lot of like at that time too. Zines were still super prevalent in the '90s and stuff. I'm sure a lot of people were taking photos and making their own little zines and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, pretty much. Uh, when I got a little bit older, like around, you know, 17, 18, I worked at Kinko's, um, like right. pretty much every hardcore and straight edge kid back then. Right. Um, so like I worked at Kinko's with guys from Strife, with guys from Eyelid, 
Um, my buddy Corey, who I kind of got into hardcore with and started taking photos with, me and him worked together at Kinko's, and we made, yeah, I don't even, we made so many zines and band or uh, like uh, cassette tape demo covers and right. posters and flyers and shit. I know yeah. there's that like stereotypical like Xerox like just yeah. setup, yeah. Which I kind of love, you know, it's like just perfect. It's raw. Yeah, it's awesome. You still see kind of people making them like that today. It's kind of cool. Right. Like they're not, well, I actually know this really cool artist who will like do weird stuff to the like photos and then like Xerox it and make it come out all weird. But yeah, it's funny. People will try to digitally do something that was just so like with the emulator. Yeah, Yeah. it's kind of funny. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But well, we jumped over there real quick otherwise like more recent like how are you doing how are things how is uh how are things going for you you, you just got crazy work. yeah um yeah like um trying to go to more shows but it's hard um i feel like i work full-time my wife works full-time we've got a uh, almost five-year-old son who's in school five days a week so yeah. trying to uh my wife works evenings a lot so it's hard okay. for me to go to shores more which Right. Like I'd like to go to smaller local shows, but I kind of have to pick and choose yeah, what I'm going to sure. go to or shoot or whatever. So it's it's, uh, it's a little tough, but it's yeah, you know, make it happen. Yeah, no, I feel you. We're I, I feel like that too a lot, especially now. Like you know, trying to go to as many shows as I can, but yeah, I'm kind of I'm being a little picky, choosy myself too. But uh, um. I guess we're lucky too in this area that we're at in you know Southern California there's just like shows rolling out all the time so it's it seems like oh I'm missing this show missing that show but it's like no it's just like cuz there's like fucking five shows every week or six shows every week it's like you know yeah that's the hard part and then I'll time. like I'll set up to go shoot photos or get a photo pass for something and then I'll see that that same night there's like some other fucking rad show or two other shows and I'm like shit like yeah, I kind of want to go to that one too, but it just—it's hard, you know. And then, and it, especially now that everything, the way things were going with COVID, it's starting to like there's more and more shows, so it's a little harder to. Um, I don't know. It's still weird, kind of going with big crowds, but like I'm yeah. starting to go to shows again. Yeah, it's interesting. You know, it, I was just seeing some people talk on Twitter, and it really seems like we're kind of past a certain area, but yeah, there is still that lingering like. Uh, is this is this all right now or what's up? But I feel like we're yeah. we're at a better spot now. Yeah, and it also depends on you know I've been to a couple smaller shows where um, they say to wear a mask to get in. I've been to I just shot um, Quicksand uh, two nights in a row at the Troubadour. Oh right. Um, oh man, yeah, I did. Cool. I must have not bumped into you there. I was there that first night. Oh, um, so the first night, I since I knew I was going two nights, the first night I sat up in the balcony all night and just shot from up high. Word, yeah, I was downstairs. Um, Is that I'd never been to that spot before? Like it's a it's a it's a dope spot. It's cool, a lot of history there and stuff. Yeah, it's cool. Um, I hadn't been there in a long time. I think I went there, shit, like two thousand early two thousands for a lifetime. Right. Um, and then before that, I hadn't been there since probably late nineties. Yeah, was it a semi – I know like, you know, you see or hear of shows from the 90s like at the Whiskey or the Roxy or the Viper. But was there, there was some Troubadour shows too probably there in the 90s? A yeah, bit. not many, but there was. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, there was a couple, like, yeah, back then the Roxy and the Whiskey had shows more often. There was a venue called the Macondo. Yeah. Um, that had venue or shows more often. Um, right, which I actually been there. They rename it's now like this, like, not weird, but it's very like a niche, like, a comic drama, like, theater. But oh, really? they did a couple, the homie uh, from Suburban Fight, shout out to Madison, he threw a couple shows there. Um, and it was dope, like, you know, our mutual homie Andrew or whatever, I had ha- I had had him on the podcast and we I brought that up to him. I was like, it was must be interesting having shows there, you know, like Strife and Unbroken at the Macondo. And yeah. now there's kids, it's, it's a different name. It's like, you know, 10 or so years yeah. later, but it's the same bl- block room, you know? Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it was. It's a cool spot. I don't know if they're like the owner is a very just like interesting guy. So I don't think he's gonna do any more hardcore. But it's yeah, it's a great room. It was a cool room. That's cool. But to finish on Troubadour, yeah, it's a. It, oh. I thought it was a very inter- interesting uh, like layout and like room. I thought it was very cool. Yeah, I like that spot. It was cool. Um, but yeah, going back to what we we're saying, like. Um, you know, having to uh, show a vaccination card to get in um, right. or a negative test, which I don't give a shit, just whatever. Yeah. Um, but like, at this point, it's just it's funny. Just, you yeah. see people online freaking out and yeah, I don't know. Funny. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it, it, like you just chalk it up to like it's it's an odd time, but like I don't think this will be forever. So it's like you know, nah. I'll show I'll show you know my card for now, just so we can have fun and keep doing this and. It's. I think it's better than no shows at all. You know. So right. I mean, that's. I mean, at this point, it's just everyone's just kind of trying. Like the venues and everything's trying to do the best they can. It and it's it very chill. It's not like like yeah. at that Troubadour show. That was really the first time where it said vaccine, and I had like really had to like show it to them. But they yeah, weren't tripping. The she was just like ID and vaccine thing, and I just showed it, and she's like, okay. It yeah. was so. It's not like they're fucking being all crazy about it, but no, it was mellow. Yeah. People just see say that and be like, what, bro? My my <laughs> rights are being taken, bro. For, I know it's for, so fun for freedom, bro. I know. <laughs> like, well, then you stay home and I'll go to the show. It's cool. yeah. yeah, it's like I don't know. I guess I don't have enough energy to muster to be like, damn. But but nah. it sh- it shows that you know, like you know, the vaccine. Like people are good with that. People who are like in the or getting fucked up now are like mostly unvaccinated fools. You know, <laughs> right. But whatever. Yeah. It feels nice too that like like a lot of the podcasts I listen to or watch or whatever, we're kinda getting more past this like COVID talk. On the on, I would say ten or twenty podcasts ago, you know, we were still a lot of the episode we were talking about what was going on and shit, and now it's like a little yeah. more like all right, we don't have to talk about that as much. Cool. Hopefully. Oh yeah. Not going with but no, no worries. But no, I was gonna say, um, where um we were talking about earlier, where are you located and where where are you from like originally and stuff um so i live in woodland hills now san Fernando valley um i was actually born out here um and then i moved my parents moved us out to thousand oaks when i was like Mm. seven or eight um so i grew up in newbury park outside of thousand oaks um went to high school out there um which was weird because it was like full suburban neighborhood and area which was cool but then trying to go to hardcore shows like trying to convince my parents at like 15 years old that it was cool to go to like Hollywood or right. Oh my gosh. That was the same with Corona me. to the showcase theater was, you know, two and a half hours away. And right. You know, it was, it was fun though. That's funny that you say that. Yeah. That was literally the same with me in high school, like trying to like 
convince my parents to like go to it go to a show be like just chill i'm gonna go to the show it's fine i'm like chill. i know well especially too like i'm with like 24 year olds i'm like fucking like 15 it's fine yeah Mom, it's chill. Well, that's what we were doing and then you know uh grew up straight edge um and like trying to con- like my parents thought i was just saying telling them what straight edge was or what what we were into like right as a way to like not have to tell him we were partying or something. Oh, right. So, yeah. like, I remember my dad trying to explain it to my dad, and my dad being like, well, but if you do drink, like, call me and I'll pick you up. I'm like, no, dude, you don't <laughs> understand. Like, like, no, you don't get it. He's like... I'm, I don't, I don't, I don't want to do it, and I'm not going to. <laughs> it was funny. It was a trip. He's but, like, I understand you're telling your mother that. It's okay. With well, us, we don't and, have to... <laughs> yeah, and then on that, too, which is funny, like, at that time everyone was shaving their heads and right, yeah, for sure. music's fast, music's heavy. So my dad's like, cool. My kid's a skinhead. Like, and they oh, don't right. understand about like, damn racist yeah. skinheads versus traditional skinheads and all for that sure. shit. So like, Oh, did you I go finally, buzz or did you go shave like all like, the way? It was buzz, but like no clip. Okay. Like, for sure. Super. Yeah. Yeah. A little so still, finally, still I gave driving. my dad, um, lyrics to like minor threat songs. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, would you just fucking read this? Yeah. And he read it and he's like, Oh, Okay, cool. Like, like, he's like, okay. <laughs> I like this yeah. kid. I yeah. like this Ian McKay kid. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, oh, shit. This, it sounds crazy, but it's actually positive, you know? Right. Well, yeah. also, too, um, uh, we were talking about Andrew earlier. Isn't He's from that area, too, right? Thousand Oaks or uh, yeah, Thousand Oaks, Westlake area, I think. But okay, yeah, close. Yeah. Um, he's, a, I think he's two or three years older than me. I can't remember. Um, but like, we had a couple mutual friends because um, I was hanging out with a little bit older guys going to shows and whatever. Right. When I first started kind of uh, finding out about hardcore. So uh, a friend of ours got a hold of that first strife seven inch and we looked at it and found out those dudes are from like thousand Oaks. We're kind of tripping out on that. Right. And I met all those guys, you know, when I was like 15, 16. Um, but I was always real quiet going to shows. My buddy, Corey, who were, we were always together. He was a lot uh, louder and more talkative than me. So he would talk to everyone and hang out. I just kind of chill and take photos. Um, But like now I'm, you know, I'm still friends with all those dudes and hang out with them and whatever. Right on. Yeah. Yeah. No. um, Yeah. I'm trying to think, is there any other bands from that area? I'm not sure. Yeah. So, well, Strife, obviously, um, like we're talking about, um, Eyelid. Okay, is yeah. mostly from Newbury Park. Um, Counterville, do you remember Counterville? Yeah. So Counterville, um, shit, I think all of them, yeah, everyone, like the original lineup of that band were all Newbury Park dudes, like all from our high school. Okay. Um, so, so when do you, oh no, what were you going to say? I was going to say, and then obviously like Oxnard's only, you know, 20 right. minutes away, which has its own, its whole own world. For sure. of, own scene and bands which is rad yeah totally different monster there yeah 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 um yeah so when did you seriously get into you're messing with the camera and stuff like that when did you like get maybe get more seriously into it or like be like hey i have like a semi good eye for this you know like um did you um, did your pictures get chosen for a zine or did you make a zine or yeah it's kind of funny actually because i i wish i would have stuck with it throughout the whole time because I um so I pretty much shot photos a lot from fuck so it would have been like 90 
like 94 ish to about 97, like constantly. Word. And then, um, 98, a little bit, I think if I remember. And then I had a couple photos back then. And like, um, uh, like that dude, Corey, he, he played in carry on to saying for internal affairs, piece by piece, all that shit. Yeah. But his first band stand your ground. I did some photos with them and I shot photos with carry on with them that are in a couple of their early records or that when he was in it, um, but for the most part, like like I was saying, I didn't really talk to many. Like I, I didn't even think about sending photos to people for bands and or for um, records or for zines. I kind of just did it just for fun, just to like for sure, you know. And I, I would, we would go use the um, dark room in high school, and I recently found a whole folder full of negatives that I developed in high school from hardcore shows that I never printed and I totally forgot about, like shows wow. that I barely remember going to. Damn, um, which was pretty rad. Um, but then, so 98, 99, I moved up to Mammoth and just lived up there snowboarding um, for, I was there for like five years. When I first got there, I started shooting like some skateboarding, some snowboarding, and then I started snowboarding more and that turned into a whole other like path and I kind of stopped shooting photos at all for a long time. Um, I kind of always had a camera, but I didn't really do anything with it. And then, shit 2017 when my son was born i'm like fuck i need to get like another camera Mm -hmm. so from 98 to 2018 i didn't shoot a single show (laughs) almost 20 years well no i feel you it makes me uh like i've uh interviewed that guy i don't know if you know edward culver like a old punk hardcore Mm -hmm. photographer um feel like kind of the same with him he really told me he kind of really only shot photos from like i think 79 80 to like 83 84 and like that was really all of his photo history for the most part there's like a couple blips later on that he still you know but really just kind of shot heavily was deep in it in that you know that time that's, well, that's kind of like the perfect era to do it in too oh for sure i mean yeah. i feel like everyone has that like you know three to four year um, I don't know. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, mean, I wanted to more. I just kind of went like a little bit different direction and yeah. what, you know, people I was need to reinvent there, snowboarding themselves. a lot. What's that? People need to reinvent themselves, you know? Yeah. I started traveling a bunch with snowboarding. I was doing contests and filming and doing all that kind of stuff. That's and then, um, um, I ended up moving to Santa Cruz and go started kind of going to shows again. Um, but didn't really start picking up a camera until way later and then since 2018 i've been shooting a ton and Um, are you um is it still film now are you doing digital too or digital mostly but i pretty much always bring a film camera with me um either like a little point and shoot with a flash or like a full-on like usually i shoot like an old manual film camera so i'll pretty much always bring a 35 millimeter with a flash and then i'll shoot most of a show digital and then I'll shoot like a roll of film just kind of for fun. Um, it's way harder than I remember it, especially after having a digital camera without a focus. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but it's still fun. Um, back when you were first shooting, did you have any digital then or was all film then? Uh, it was all film. Yeah. Um, yeah, everything was filming. We were still in high school taking photography. Um, so my grandfather wasn't using his darkroom anymore, but still had all his equipment. So he gave me a film loader mm-hmm. so you could roll your own canisters of film. 
and uh, me and Corey stole a hundred foot roll of black and white film from the dark room at our high school. Yeah. And we would just roll our own rolls of film. And, uh, and then he worked at a camera store in the thousand Oaks mall. Mm. So he would just develop all our film for free. So I've got fucking boxes and boxes of photos from mid nineties, late nineties. It, it's ridiculous. Oh, I've been that's awesome. little by little trying to scan them in. I got a film scanner and it's just a very long, slow process. So it's taken a while, but I've talked to um, Carlos from No Echo a few times about doing something with like a feature or like a book or a you scene or something. Yeah. yeah, I really want to. Um, I feel like, a, like most like good photographers like yourself have like a, just like a, a random hundred page book with all the, all the good photos type thing, you know? Yeah, I want to. I mean, it's not a ton of stuff, but like a lot of cool shows. I got photos of Warzone, Agnostic Front, um, oh, yeah. lots of Strife, lots of Eyelid, um, uh, Shelter, and Earth Crisis, all from like, you know, mid, late 90s. And That's epic. <laughs> yeah, so I want to, I need to get them all scanned in. It just takes forever. Right, I feel you. Yeah, yeah, you should. I'll send you a, I know a good printer that I use for like my zine for the magazine. Oh, cool. But they do like good hardcover work too. So like you could have a lot of options and they're pretty fairly priced and they're in the US. So nice. Yeah, I thought about doing just like a, um, like a magazine style. Um, Hell yeah. But it, it's pretty much all black and white, all the film I have. So it'd be kind of rad just to do like a full kind of like, looks like an old school like black and white zine but like with more high quality like print you know for sure yeah yeah that I, is right. I just need to get together and stay up all night and, and scan <laughs> right yeah yeah i know it can be a lot do it's a it's a dope i i've known homies who know how to uh you know do the whole processing and stuff and that's pretty cool that like it's almost like an art, you know. It's like almost like cooking or something. You, you're just handling all this stuff and the chemicals yeah. and all this stuff. It's pretty cool for yeah. people who who are know that process and able to do it, you know. Yeah, I know. I've been, I've been, I still shoot film a lot, but I want to. I send it out now, so. Right. Um, well, surprisingly, been, there's a lot of uh, film stores popping back up. I like indie. Like I know a local one here that's kind of run by some like you know older people, but I feel like there's been some other ones coming up by like semi younger people who like interested in filming. Like you know, I guess especially in the Los Angeles or this area, like you know, a lot of people shooting film again. You know, yeah, and, there's definitely been like a resurgence of shooting film, and it's kind of um, I mean everything just goes in phases and circles and comes back around you know so it's yeah it's cool and and now you can buy kits to where you can uh at least develop your film in your house super easy without a dark room or anything just like a black bag oh, that's um cool. and then you know and then scan it um, yeah because what's like the the process it just needs to be in a dark room you peel it and like leave it on a clothes hanger type thing for like the rules, yeah so like when you when you open the film canister it has to be pitch black like there can't be a red light like if you're doing prints in a dark room it'll like, just it has yeah. to be absolutely yeah so like back in the day we would do it like in a closet in the dark room so like it was cool. completely black now yeah. 
they make these rad, or they've always made them, but they have these rad black bags that you put your hands and everything in uh, and you double zip them and you do everything inside the bag. So you open the film, you roll it onto this canister, you put it or onto this roll, you put that in a canister that's like completely light sealed. Yeah. And then you can pour your chemicals into that and develop it and then pull it out and let it dry. Gotcha. Um, but you can just do that in your house, your bathroom, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, but it's just kind of a fun process to do. Um, there's 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 mail-in photo places that you can send it in. It's pretty cheap, but it's just kind of cool. I mean, at that point, you might as well just shoot digital because it's <laughs> right, yeah. it all just ends up on your phone anyway. Right, yeah, I know. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. It, it's just fun, though. Like, the whole using a fully manual camera, it's kind of rad. It's just fun. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've been kind of... Cause yeah, usually I'll get the the scan photos and it'll be on my phone. But I've been kind of, I have all these physical photos. And I've been trying to put them into like little photo books to keep like, yeah, track. You know, yeah, it's cool. Um, I don't. No one has photo albums anymore. So I know, right? I was like, what the fuck? Am I fucking like a fifty year old fucking like? I know. Or some shit? Like, I, that's why I've been trying to push like selling prints a little more because it's kind of just like buying a record instead of a, a digital download. It's cool to have like something physical to hold and look at and like yeah. what we've been doing with my family like we'll every year we'll we'll go find all of our photos from our camping trips and shit we've done and we'll go on like um shutterfly and make like a little book so nice. instead of having a photo album with prints we just have a book so we have all these books from like each year with our son of like what we did and where we camped and where we went on trips and whatever yeah. So it's, it's kind of rad. Yeah, no, that's dope because, yeah, because I found like the past like, say maybe the past 10 years, you know, my photos, whatever I take, they're just all digital and they just end up, you know, on whatever apps we're using at the time and then they exactly. just kind of get lost in space and you're like, wait, my fucking like, my history or like time frame, I don't have any photos, you know, it's like, what the fuck, you know, so. I know it's hard, especially like with shooting shows, I have you know, stacks of hard drives. I, I try and keep everything organized, but it's so hard. So then I have to go try, right. try and find like a certain band from, you know, three years ago. It takes me hours to go figure out where it is. And, oh, right. <laughs> but, yeah. Like scrolling yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's still fun, man. I love it. I was going to say earlier with the developing and stuff, like if you, if you take it a certain way or handle it a certain way, does it affect like the way it develops? Like, holy kind of is there like a way you can like develop like a physical film to like i don't know put it like an artistic touch on it i guess like in a way uh yeah definitely so you can um without getting into it too much like you know film has certain speeds um so like you know it's, if it's a 100 film speed or 400 800 that affects how much light is getting onto the film so you can shoot in lighter or darker situations right but then when you develop it, you can develop it, say it's 400 speed film, you could develop it and push it to like 800 speed or the other way around. And it like comes out, you know, more contrast or more highlights or gotcha. whatever. Um, but with, there's only so much you can do with the film. There's a lot more you could do if you're actually like, I haven't done it in a million years, but when we used to make prints in a dark room, that's where you can like really right. um, lighten or darken or do weird stuff with the print as it's developing in a larger. That's cool. Um, yeah, I was just yeah, interested. It's just cool, you know. 
it's fun and what's cool is like i had we actually funny enough we live in my grandparents old house now mm. and when i moved in here the dark room was still in the garage but oh, it was just fucking wrecked like there oh, was yeah. termite damage um yeah. Uh, they had kept like canned food and shit in there for years and like there's rats. So I had to rip it out, unfortunately, but I still have all my grandfather's like equipment. So I have his enlargers, lights, all that stuff. So someday I would like to re, you know, if we move or have more room, I want to build a little room to where I can just for myself or my family, just for fun. Like I could develop film and make some prints like for sure. Yeah. It'd be cool. So. Well, um, I was gonna say what um, what have been some of the shows you've been to last? Like, what was the last show you went to? Have you been a show since pandemic and stuff? Yeah, not many. So, uh, like we were talking about, I went to Quicksand those two nights at the Troubadour right. a week or two ago. Um, that was super rad. It was fun. Um, yeah, they were great. Yeah. So that first night, I had a photo pass and I went to shoot. And then the second night, I actually had bought tickets. Me and my wife were supposed to go. Um, and then she got sick. So I went by myself and I just flashed her my photo pass from the night before and they just let me in. Oh, nice. Cause um, I was curious. I was going to bring my, I have a little Olympus 35 millimeter yeah, shoe yeah. with a flash, but I was like, fuck, I don't want to bring it. And like, I don't have a car or anything. So I, I don't want to risk it. I didn't, I didn't, yeah. I think they had like a no camera policy. If you yeah. A lot pass. of venues. It's so weird. Like most of the smaller venues just don't give a shit and you can bring whatever you want. Which you would think um, no. Cause it's like free publicity pretty much. It's like, you know, if they take that, they're going to be like, Hey, I was at the Troubadour and yeah. Blah, so blah, blah. pretty much now, especially the bigger venues, like they, they won't give out photo passes. They won't say yes. They won't say no. They put it all on the bands. So that way, if a band comes through and they're being bitches about flashes or something, right? They can't get pissed at the venue. So you you have to get a pass like through the band. So I had like a quicksand for sure photo pass um, that I got from the band. So it's just it's it's a pain in the ass. I know. I was maybe gonna hit up like one of the homies. But I was like, nah, I'm just going to, I'm just going to go to a show without yeah. my camera. Which is funny because the second night I'm like, fuck, I'll just go and hang out. I never just go watch a show and I was here right. last night. And then I'm like, I'll just bring my camera. And then I got there and I walked over to the front of the stage and shot photos all night. And I got better photos that night than I did the night before anyway. There you um, go. But um, anyway, so I did that. And then I went to um, that Bent Blue and Tuning and Earth Old City at Program. Oh, that's right, yeah. A little bit ago. Um, and then before that, the last show I went to was Madball at 1720 in March of 2020. Um, oh, word. Right, you- before every, like, right before everything shut down. Yeah, I think I went to that. I'm trying to think. It was cool. It was uh, Madball. It was uh, Section Hate, right? Yeah, the Death Before Dishonor one? Yes, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was at yeah, that yeah. one, yeah. yeah. That was cool. And then right before that was the um, uh, California Takeover. Um, right, yeah. So I went to those two, everything shut down. And then since then, yeah, I've only been to that Birth Old City show at Program and then Quicksand. Um, I'm bummed because last weekend I was trying to go to either one of those two change uh, shows. Right, yeah. Um, I saw the Birth Old City played also, but I, I, could, I didn't make it either one. So. Yeah, I, I saw that was at, I think, at the midnight hour up in the valley. Yeah, one was at program and the one was at midnight hour, which right. I, the midnight hour one's like 
15 minutes for me. Right. Yeah, I haven't been up there yet. You know, it's a little far for me to get to the valley, but, man, I want to get up there ASAP. It's a, it looks like a really cool spot. They have, like, a big room and then a small room and – yeah, it looks super cool, and a lot of people are saying how rad of a venue it is. So I wanna, I wanna check it out. It's cool seeing smaller, like mellower venues popping up again. You know, like For sure. instead of having to go to like the Troubadour or the Observatory or yeah, I mean they're all cool, but like like seventeen twenty is big, but it's rad. Yeah, um, like security at seventeen twenty is chill. I just hate going to yeah those type of venues like. Troubadour, say like maybe Observatory. I've been to a couple times, but like, uh, yeah, it's just I gotta worry about like security or like I guess I understand for like you know all six purposes are trying to like cut down on whatever, but I don't know. I just like you know I hate having to go through all this you know wiggle waggle to just uh, yeah. get in the door. I mean, but at the same time, like they're having a fucking hardcore show. They're like. They right. know what they're getting into, so it's kind of right. silly to me, like like the whiskey when they're like, "Oh no, stage diving!" It's like, <laughs> "Good luck." Do Do they actually like enforce that? They like, I don't know if they do out. anymore. They used to try, and that caused them a lot of problems. Yeah, you get into a fist fight real quick, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially at a hardcore show. Maybe some pop punk kids will like let that shit go, but yeah, not uh, yeah. not a hardcore crowd. No, so it's cool. Like programs rad. It's small, but it's awesome. It's just yeah. It's super cool. Um, Midnight Hour looks rad. I want to go check that out, especially it's so close to me. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, the record store itself, too, looks really cool. Looks like they got Yeah, yeah. That's why I shouldn't go there, because I already spent all my money on records, so. Oh, dude, I know. Like, And then sometimes I'll be listening to my music on my phone, and I'll be at home, like, working, and I'm like, fuck, man, you should play some fucking records. You spent your money on those records, you know? I know. I, <laughs> luckily, now that my son's, like, he's almost five, and he since he was a little like a baby i always showed him records and he always loved them because the colors but he didn't know what they were right so now he knows what they are so he wants me to play them so he'll ask me like to put on like he'll be like put on like a mellow green record so i'll find something that's like more chill and like a green vinyl and then he'll be like like actually the color green (laughs) yeah yeah and then he'll be like i want to listen to a crazy blue record or some shit and like he said that recently, and I put on um, fucking Knocked Loose. Oh, my God. And he went fucking berserk. He was, like, jumping off the couch and, like, telling me he was going to smash me and, like, running around was rad. Was like, it's so go. fun. <laughs> oh, it's so cool. Yeah. And he – because he always sits and looks at pictures with me at the shows. Right. Um, so I would have already taken him to a show, but COVID kind of yeah. – with his age kind of pushed that back. So soon – as things kind of start getting a little better, I want to get them, you know, a big pair of headphones and bring them to a show. I think it'd be pretty rad. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, definitely. I think, uh, soon that should be fine. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not now. Yeah. Then no, it's funny. I think, yeah, the vinyl is cool. I definitely, my dad showed me vinyl when I was like, you know, growing up and stuff. And I'm definitely yeah. gl- glad for that, you know? Yeah. My parents had records when I was a kid too. And same thing. And then, you know, I started bringing home records when I was like 14, 15, and my parents were like, do you still make vinyl? And I'm like, yeah, all these bands like put out vinyl, and I have, I'm so bad, like I I don't sell shit. I have to keep everything, so I have pretty much every camera I've ever bought still. Oh, really? Um, oh, yeah. I have a shitload of cameras, and then I have, I sold two records about a year ago, and it was the first time I've ever sold any records. <laughs> 
So I've yeah. traded records or given some away, but yeah. I've never sold any. Well, um, dude, I'm I'm bad about that. Like, I have a bunch of records I've had for a long time, but some some I'll just like let go for some quick cash or something. You know, like yeah, that's also the great thing about records. You go to a record store. You know, give them five records, you get 20 bucks, you know, boom, there you go. Well, I, it's funny because I, I never really knew what any of them were worth because I just never paid attention. I just bought whatever. Right. And then maybe a year and a half ago or so, I got on Discogs and I put mm. all my records on Discogs. And as I was loading them on there, I'm like, oh shit, like this is worth a lot of money or on, this is. Yeah. Yeah. I and I, there's you have two some records that I put on there that I had never played and they were worth a lot of money. So I'm like, fuck it. So I list them, they sold right away. Damn, hell yeah. And, and then I took that money and bought more records. So, yeah. <laughs> the cycle continues. Yeah, yeah, I've actually never sold anything on Discogs, but my homie always tells me about how he he does pretty well in selling some of his stuff. Yeah, on Discogs. I mean, it's, it's just like eBay or some shit. Like they take a small cut, but right. I mean, you're using their platform and for sure listing it and they have all the information and all that shit. So, um, and like one of the records I was kind of bummed to sell the other one. I didn't really care and I got a shitload of money for it. So whatever. Right. Nice. Yeah. yeah no, I, I be looking at a uh, discog sometimes checking some stuff out. Yeah. I feel like during that time in the mid nineties, there's some good records probably cause a time similar to now, well, we're kind of having a vinyl resurgence where it's kind of back yeah. fully now. But, um, in the nineties, like at that time, vinyl was kind of getting phased out fully at that time with CDs and like everything. Yeah, so. for sure. Um, but like, you'd still see, like you'd go to shows and like bands would have, right. A lot of them weren't doing colors and like crazy shit. Like, like they are now. Yeah. Um, but like, I'm the dork who like has to have every variation of, of whatever <laughs> records out, you know? Right. Yeah, no, I remember when I first got into like hardcore too. I remember seeing because I had my dad's like Beatles records, like yeah. Jimi Hendrix and shit. But I went to this hardcore show and I saw they had vinyl, and I was like, "Oh, that's that's a trip," you know, like the this hardcore, this new band. Because all I, all I knew of the new bands was like MySpace or right Pure Volume or whatever the fuck, you know. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was like, "Oh, that's tight," but then I, you know, you come to realize that like. Vinyl's kind of always been around in hardcore punk, you know? Yeah. It's so. cool. I mean, it, nothing sounds like it. Um, yeah. Especially if you have, I mean, you don't have to have some crazy, like, hi-fi system, but, like, yeah, if you have a decent record player and a decent set of headphones, it's, you hear all, like, the little nuances of the record and the vinyl. Like, it's so For much sure. better. Yeah. It's and, and it's, like, it's more of, a like, a little commitment, too, because you put on that A-side and it's, like, you got to listen to at least that like 10 minutes now and see what's up, you know? So Yeah. That's why I hate seven inches. <laughs> no, dude. Yeah. I feel you. Cause I'll, I, I, have to, I have to get up in like three minutes dude, and change it. <laughs> yeah. I remember like being younger and like, I would just sit there with a stack of seven and just play them over and over again. Yeah. And now I just don't have like the attention span. I like put it on and I'm over it. Like having to flip it right away. I'll do that sometimes when I'm in the mood. I'll get like a few different seven inches out and play them like back to back. Yeah. Or, like, yeah. It's tough. Yeah. I still buy them, obviously, but I just don't listen to them. For sure. <laughs> what's the uh, What's the last record you bought as of recently? Oh, shit. Um, oh, I'm trying to think. I or can't even remember. If, if not vinyl, what's oh, an album? Pretty funny, actually. So, like, 
but as I was getting into hardcore, I was super into metal. So I have a ton of like weird metal shit. Sick. I mean, this isn't weird, but um, I've got like every Slayer oh. album on vinyl and a yeah. bunch of stuff. Hell yeah. And all the weird like uh, picture disc and different colors. But they just recently put out a a set of six, 6 6.66 inch vinyls so instead right. of seven inches yeah. they're 6.66 hell yeah um so i bought that and they're all in my blood red vinyl it's sick oh hell yeah and yeah. is it like just uh old to new like slayer singles no it's all from the most recent album oh okay but it's all like broken up over over six discs so it's kind of rad sick. um and the packaging's insane like just right. super satanic images and slayers yeah, I feel bad. I've actually never seen Slayer. I always, I've been meaning to go like the past couple times they've been, but yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, like, they were. I saw them. Uh, I don't know a few times, but it was insane. Yeah, nuts. I mean, when was the first time you from, got to see him? What's that? When was the first time you got to see him? Um, shit. I don't think the. I don't think I saw him until like two thousand. Um, shit, I remember probably early two thousands. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and then when they played Well, you still last... got to see Jeff? <laughs> What's that? You still got to see Jeff? Yeah, so I saw him with Hanneman a couple times, and then um, they played, like, the Big Four, which was, like, this big outdoor fest thing with yeah, Metallica yeah. Yeah. and all them. Um, and at that one, Hanneman came out and played a little bit. Um, I think that's when he was pretty fucked up. And yeah. uh, Gary Holt came out and played most of the set. Okay. And then he ended up, obviously playing the rest of their spam. Right. Um, but the, the last tour they did, like their like final tour or whatever, I saw it in, I can't remember where, on the beginning of it and then the end of it, they played in LA and I saw both ends of it. So that was cool. Yeah, I remember they were like, a few years back, they were at the the forum with like Lamb of God and Behemoth and I was like, fuck, I should have went to those yeah. shows. <laughs> but. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. It was definitely cool to see them live. I mean, especially coming from little hardcore shows. Right. To seeing, like, just some massive crowd and stage, like, it was wild. Yeah, because yeah, me too, throughout my, like, time of going to shows and stuff like that, I really haven't been to – it's really probably been under 10, like, big shows, like, concerts that I've been to. It's probably, like, right. under 10. I haven't really been to too many, like, big-ass fucking shows, but – yeah, um, but it's always a nice yeah, experience I, if it, if it's right, you know, you know, if I can, it's tight. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. I haven't been to very many. Um, I've, I've seen Metallica, Slayer, shit like that. Um, yeah. When I was a kid, the first thing I ever went to was my parents took me to see Hall Notes. Oh, sick! Hell that yeah, that was pretty rad. Hell yeah, <laughs> I think it was like ten or eleven. It's punk as fuck, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I was going to say, like, what's your, obviously, when you were shooting, started shooting um, in the in the mid-90s, late-90s, um, it was a, a, another dope time for hardcore, you know, with, like, bands like, you know what I'm saying, like, Strife and yeah. Disembodied or whatever, and um, what, what was, like, I guess I was going to say, looking at hardcore now, going to shows and stuff like that, what do you see that's, like, similar, what's different? from like you know those times when you first started like shooting and stuff um you mean as far as like shooting or just in general i guess both shooting and just show and show hardcore in general um shooting is kind of funny because like back then 
is it, is it like now where you'd have a shitload of stage like people on stage and shit there'd be a couple sometimes um it's funny because i don't really remember that i just remember having a camera and taking photos and not really seeing many other people but now i look back on pictures like say like the showcase theater right and like i'm i have my picture i took from whatever show and there's like five people on stage with cameras right and like i don't maybe i didn't pay attention to it or i just forgot but i don't remember it being that crazy but now it's kind of funny like i'll go to a show and i'll be the only one with the camera and then i'll go to another show and there's like 15 people with cameras right and, it just depends, which is cool like yeah. it's documenting it but like and i don't care like i'll move out of the way i'll talk to whoever um you definitely see some funny like cool guy attitudes because we're taking a picture have a camera right and (laughs) And they just have like a whatever camera it's like you're not yeah i don't know even people with like full-on professional shit like i don't know it's just funny man like you're not shooting some like massive concert or big band like it's just for sure i don't know it's just funny yeah, like if it's if it's the homies and like stuff like that, maybe I'll get side stage. Like if I know yeah. the people really well, but for the most part, I'll I'll just be like ground level and take the shots I I I can, you know. Yeah, it's it's, it's especially weird. Like if I go to a show that has a barricade, ah, uh, yeah. So it's got like a little photo pit, and then everyone's lined up in there, and oh. people are super lame about <laughs> right. you moving to where they are or there where you are. It's so funny um <laughs> right i don't know i don't give a shit i just think it's funny um yeah yeah i don't know but yeah mainly i mean especially we're talking about with like photo passes and shit like back then i don't ever remember going to a, i never had a photo pass for anything back then right. um and i don't ever remember going to a venue that wouldn't let me bring a camera and i always had a camera with me yeah. um yeah i don't know what that is maybe it's like technology or something but like yeah, it seems weird, people that wouldn't let cameras in. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. I think it is because, like, back then, like, by the time you went and finished that roll of film and processed it and developed it and made prints, like, there was no Instagram or fucking online shit. You couldn't just post it immediately. Now, right. like, I mean, you can go take a picture of your phone and put it online, like, the second you took it. Right. Um, yep. So it's just instant and, like, but it is kind of funny how they're like, you could bring in a phone that takes pretty rad pictures, right. but you can bring in a camera that has a lens, you Dude, know? Yeah, because I've, I've been fucking with photography now, like, to get more involved in, in the zine, like, taking photos myself. Like, I, I love featuring other photographers, but I was like, maybe I need to step my own photo game up and get involved that way. But, um, oh, fuck, what was, what was I going to say? Oh, uh, bringing a camera or? Um, no, damn, I forget what I was gonna say. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, we were saying like the phones versus like. Oh yeah, no, what I was gonna say is like, uh, I I was at Quicksand and I just take my iPhone out and I'm like taking photos, but it's just like not as satisfying. I'm just like, I know, damn, I'm just like, yeah, all. But then again, like, so the second night I was right at the stage and this dude was standing next to me and I had my camera and he started talking to me. This guy Josh and he takes photos, he takes rad photos and the guy followed him on Instagram and he was asking me about like getting a photo pass because he couldn't bring his camera in, but he had this rad little like hundred dollar lens that went on his phone Mm. and had an app 
app for it and dude it took insane photos Damn. um i know there'd be some crazy digital photos out there that i'm like what yeah, the fuck it's nuts i mean obviously you know big cameras you can't the phone's not going to match it but right they're still really good yeah no for sure yeah and also too it's like i don't know it's very artist i mean we speak romantically of film but there's bunch of cool shit about digital too the way you can like you know get get into oh, the photo and yeah. stuff you know so. yeah for sure especially like if you're shooting with a flash um especially with the flashes now you can change whether it flashes the beginning of the frame or the end of the frame so you can get like weird light movement and movement in the photos and it's pretty cool it's fun yeah i mean well, you could do that before a film kind to an extent but you couldn't see it now i can look at it and be like, oh, I need to change this and just change it on the fly. And like, it's crazy. For sure. Yeah. And then I was going to say with, with like the hardcore too, what, um, what, what bands are you maybe, uh, like digging right now? And like, what's, um, I think we're in like a, a good period right now with hardcore. seems like things are dope with, you know, shows coming back and California at least is, has a lot of great bands doing great things right now. Like, How's your uh, look on the scene right now? And what do you it's cool. For? It's cool. Like we we're talking about, it's cool seeing smaller venues pop up. It's cool seeing a lot of bands starting to pop up. Um, yeah, I'm really bad about keeping up with new bands. Yeah. I'm such a creature of habit, so I just listen to the same old shit. Yeah. But like, it is hard. Like There's a lot. Pro- yeah. <laughs> yeah, going to program was rad. Like Bent Blue was fucking awesome. Um, tuning was really cool. I didn't get to see change, but like that band's rad. Yeah. Um, yeah, all those bands are dope. Yeah, and then you have guys like that have been around in different bands, like all doing Birth Old City, and that band's rad. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just cool seeing old guy, older guys doing new shit, and young guys starting new bands, and like it's just it's cool seeing it kind of not start over again, obviously because it never went away, but like it kind of like not the same old shit, you know? Right. Yeah, it's interesting. It's like, you know, there's always these cycles in hardcore. It's it, it's cool, you know. It's like yeah. it's like a, it's like the ocean, you know. It's like a wave hitting and then like coming back and like a wave hitting mm-hmm. and coming back. Um you know, I just bought tickets for that um American Nightmare run where they're doing yeah. like their final shows or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or it, that's what it seemed like. It was like the final, I think they're saying. Yeah, I know. Cause they, yeah. Cause it was supposed to be in 2020 and right. they kept pushing it off and then it got canceled. Yeah. Um, which hopefully I can go. I had a photo pass for the LA show back then and then it never happened. So how is the fond? How is the fond uh, as far as photos? Can you bring cameras in there? Or are they trippy on you the same shit? You so just sure. have to have it set up ahead of time. Um, we're like same thing like like at the Troubadour where I had to go to Will Call first, get my photo pass, go back in line, show them my ticket, show them the photo pass, then they search my camera bag and then I can go in. Right. Um, and I, I'm assuming Fawn is probably the same, but that's how most of them are. Yeah, um, it's kind of a pain in the ass, but it just you know, whatever it is, what it is. Yeah, no, the Fawn is cool. I've only been there once, but. Stoked to see American Nightmare. I really only got to see them once, and it was kind of you know, not in the early thousands. I wish I would have saw them you know then, but um, yeah, still. I know I saw uh, them once legendary. or twice like back then, but um, yeah, yeah. I was just thinking about them, you know, like fucking 
epic band. Another one of those times where it's like a band hits like a, a pinnacle like that, you know, and like yeah, it was like I mean they're an amazing band, but it was like just perfect timing too. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, just like like Carry On too, like you were saying, another very like yeah. huge influential band at the time. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Is there any shows coming up that you're looking at maybe going to? You've been seeing or um. Did you get, yeah. are you getting tickets for that maybe at the Fonda one? Yeah, yeah, I needed to get on that. Um, I want to go to that for sure. Um, Cere- I, really... I know Ceremony is going to play that too. And then I think, Candy, oh, that's cool. I think, I think Candy is also playing that. I heard. Oh, right. That would be fun. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't been looking much. Work's just been crazy and we've been out of town a bunch. So it's been hard to kind of, I kind of don't look on purpose because then <laughs> yeah, I'm I feel you. if I miss anything. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, there's some cool, definitely some cool shows coming coming up um like early in the year too that i want to try and go to but yeah man it's crazy Um, like uh 2021 is almost over and it's like i can't even fathom 2022 is like coming up that's so crazy i know it's insane yeah it's it's crazy wild are you do you got any plans for halloween or anything like that um with the fans and trick-or-treating doing the little little kid thing going trick-or-treating and take them in the neighborhood and just hang out yeah I, I heard some people are doing the 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 trunk thing again. Some some of that like we're open the trunk or whatever at the block or whatever and like. Give oh it yeah, yeah, thing. yeah. I think we're right. just doing. Actually, I think we're just going to some friends like neighborhood and just kids going around. Um, nice. Keep it mellow. Uh, yeah, I've been seeing. Uh, I usually never get the chance, but I've been seeing people go to Universal and Knott's Berry Farm and stuff, going to all the crazy. Uh, you you've never been to any of those walkthroughs and stuff, no. Nah. We, I've been to the Universal thing a few times years ago, and it's insane. It's pretty rad. Yeah, look, it, it looks like definitely worth it. I'm like, damn, I gotta gotta round up the troops and fucking go go with some yeah. peeps sometime and fucking. Yeah, yeah, it's it's cool. It's definitely worth it. They do a good job. Right, get some dude like trying to stab my foot or something. <laughs> you know? Oh yeah, there's like dudes running around with like chainsaws and all sorts of shit. It's cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you? Uh, I do. I've been. I was saying earlier when I opened the podcast. I haven't been. Li- I haven't been watching any like horror movies. Like I, I fucking should be this. Uh, this month, have you been watching any uh, dope like old Friday Thirteenth or Nightmare on Elm Street type? Dude, not at all. All I do is watch kids stuff with my son. Like we've been <laughs> watching fucking uh, Lego Masters, oh, <laughs> which nice. is rad. Um, and then he's obsessed with Hot Wheels, so all we watch is the Hot Wheels YouTube channel. No, it's like is it like a tv show with like hot wheels type thing like animated or it's like yeah they have they have that and then they have like bracketed races with like hot wheels monster trucks people are just like putting their yeah so of course we build tracks and he has like buckets full of cars and trucks so dude i I used to love hot wheels back in the day too me too i can i can vouch (laughs) yeah that's killer it's fun because i get to play again right yeah i know I, I was just watching some dude on his podcast talking about that with his kid like they were he was just watching spongebob and just like enjoying the hell out of it he was just like you know like oh, i love yeah, it it's I'm weird just, dude being yeah. a parent's real weird <laughs> right it's fun he's like i'm watching spongebob got my sprite i'm just hanging out you know just yeah. <laughs> just loving yeah. it yeah it's great yeah i know so funny. life is interesting man that's yeah, a lot of it's it's a road you know different different yeah. stuff and yeah it's interesting yeah I, like i next year i turned 30 man and i've been like some people you know like parents are like oh you gonna do anything for it i'm like shut up I, I i'm not i don't know i'm just gonna hang out <laughs> you know dude yeah and then as you get older like i just turned 43 and i'm like i care less about birthdays like 
it's it's weird. I feel like there is this like sector though of people like say maybe people like us who are you know semi in the music and stuff like that like where it doesn't seem like that like it's as old. I don't know because. I don't know. For some reason, you look at someone um, who maybe just leads like a not whatever life, but just say, you know, they work whatever job. They're not really into any like subculture or anything. Yeah. They go the normal route by like 45. They look fucking like, you know, 65. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're, yeah, it's weird. Like I still I still skate a lot. Um, Still go to shows and all that shit. So like it's weird being older but yeah I don't know, it's I, a trip yeah i feel you it's it, it's it's weird but i think at the same time it's what keeps that like youthful energy and keeps i don't know consciously you know subconsciously kind of keeps you young you know in a way yeah i don't know it's funny because like you know when i started going to shows i remember seeing like older dudes that like older dudes like in quotes because right. like yeah back then i was 15 and these dudes were probably like 20 right and yeah. like I'm way older than they were then, you know, going to shows now. And right. I'm like, I'm not that old. But then I, seeing those dudes back then, I'm like, who the fuck are these old guys at the show? Like, <laughs> I know it was, right? it's so weird. Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, I'm 29 now, but I remember when I first started getting into shows, 14, 15, 16, and yeah, hanging out with people who are like 21, 22. I'm like, holy shit, bro. Dude's fucking yeah. old, dude. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm like, no. Nah. No, 20, I'm, I'm a little older now. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's so funny. Um, yeah, I don't know, it's fun. Um, oh, yeah, we were talking about shows coming up. I think I'm going to try, I'm going to try and go out to the East Coast for those California takeover shows. Oh, nice, yeah. Yeah, those, yeah, look, I, uh, I, those look sick. Yeah, I went to, I was at the original two in 96. Sick. Um, I shot photos one night and then just kind of, had fun and stage dive and oh, hung yeah. out the second night. And then I shot photos at the LA one, uh, 2020. Right. So it'd be cool to go, go check them out. And it would just be cool to go to shows out there too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I saw the bands they had lined up for that were pretty cool too. And then I know, I know war records dropped some vinyl pertaining yeah. to that. I, um, I think it was like the, the live, yeah, the live recording. Yeah, that was a live one from the LA one, which I I ordered it. Um, I haven't I've just seen what they posted, but um, looks like from what I saw, me, um, Veronica, and Dave uh, Mandel had all the photos on the cover. I think. Oh, nice! Right on. Yeah, which is pretty rad. Yeah, well, yeah. I think we'll get that if at War Records if it's still there. I know some of them are sold out, but go check out yeah. War Records, buy some stuff from from them. They're good good peoples. But yo, yeah. man, we're wrapping up here. Um, but um, it was really good to have you on, man. I appreciate you yeah, taking the time. Glad, glad we could finally do this. And uh, yeah, man, really love your photos. And do that, do that photo book. I'll send you that. Just the the manufacturer, and you should do a photo zine. Yeah, or please do. I um, I just need to get my ass on it and start filming or scanning those uh, all that filming. Yeah. Well, so. all right, man. Well, have a restful night, and uh, I'll talk. I'll talk to you soon. See you at shows soon or something. Thanks, man. All right, take it easy, man. Later. Powerline, we're out. Peace.